Hey, Taylor Swift released a new album. It's called Midnights. And our every single album crew got together to deep dive everything that they thought about this album. Nathan Hubbard, Nora Princiati, listen to it. Every single album, Midnight's. Two hours plus discovering Taylor Swift. I like that anti-hero song, by the way. That was good. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Monopoly Go. It's halftime and the scoreboard's not looking good. You're not sure you can pull out a win? That's when you say to yourself, it's time to get back in the game, pull off some bank heists, and take as much of my friend's money as I possibly can. That's right. The hit mobile game, Monopoly Go, lets you compete with your friends to be the biggest tycoon ever. I might do this with my high school friends. We used to play Monopoly all the time. It's the Monopoly you love, but on your phone anytime with tons of new twists, including leaderboards to compare your progress. There's so much to do. Play on countless dynamic Monopoly boards. Make your friends bankrupt by smashing their landmarks with a wrecking ball. Charge other players rent for your iconic properties. Maybe you'll even play against me. I'm great at Monopoly. You could even work with your friends to crack open community chests and in tournaments to get extra rewards. Get back out there. Put on your game face. Download Monopoly Go. Now free on the App Store or Google Play. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I hope you're checking out all of our local podcasts, especially we got the Chicago and the Boston ones, Full Go and Off the Pike going tomorrow night after Pat's Bears. The Ringer's Philly special. Holy mackerel, what a tumultuous time for Philly. So glad we launched this podcast. Tumultuous in a good way, mostly. Philly's made the World Series. Eagles undefeated. Sixer season falling apart. Go check out that podcast. Don't forget about New York, New York with John Jastrzemski as he licks his Yankee wounds and moves toward the Jets and the Giants and the Knicks. So there you go. Uh, new Rewatchables coming Monday night. I was not on the last three weeks of the Rewatchables. I am back this week. It is a 90s action movie. And that's all I'm telling you. It's me and Van Lathan. Those are your hints. Me, Van Lathan. 90s action movie. And then next month, we're going off the rails next month. I'm just telling you now. Coming up on this podcast, Cousin Sal and I are going to talk about week seven NFL, a little baseball, a very raucous parent corner, and uh, just a lot to discuss. The 72 Dolphins, Joe Buck. Oh yeah, this is a good one. It's all next. First, our friends from ProJet. <laughs> All right, Cousin Sal's here a little bit after 8.30 on Sunday night. Sal, how's your marriage? There was a lot of sports this weekend. I always worry about you. And there's college football, a full basketball slate, baseball playoffs, and football. And then you were working on a Saturday. I just how's the how's the family? It's not great. I mean, and, and sports has nothing to do with it. 
Oh, is this a phone call or would you, uh, is this actual podcast? Oh, uh, it really is hard. It is hard to stay on top of everything. And UFC during the day yesterday, I don't know you, how much you give it on Saturday. So you don't have to worry about college football or anything like that. So you at least uh, or give it the puncher's chance on Saturday for having a full fired marriage. Yep. I, I always pick like one college football game to watch, but it didn't seem like it seemed like the LSU one was the best one yesterday, but that was like. Whatever. Yeah. I ended up watching a lot of NBA and then football today. I, I Something magical happened today, Sal. This has really never happened that I can Tell remember me. in October. I put basketball on one of the TVs. The uh. four TVs, the Lakers. I'm so enchanted by this Lakers. What a disaster this season has been for them that I couldn't resist. I had to watch like the last quarter and a half of to see if mm-hmm. they would go 0-3. And of course, it couldn't have gone worse. Westbrook. They're up one. He tries to get a two for one. Pulls up. The crowd's going, no! It was like (laughs) watching a little kid walk toward a pool. Bricked it. Portland comes down. They end up winning it. And the Lakers are now 0-3. That that took the Texans Raiders TV out of my four TVs. I was like, good luck. Josh Jacobs, I'll never know what happened. I'm more interested in this. Wow, that is. A, I mean, you'd be even more interested if you bet them to not make the playoffs. I think it's down to like minus one ten now. But do it now Oof. because uh, they could be like two and six before this is all. Why we're really talking NBA? No, this is how no, you're stuck in NBA. No, we're talking football. We're all talking right, football. I mailed you a list of least believable things through seven yeah. weeks. Here's that list for the listener. The two New York teams are a combined eleven and three. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's. I guess farewell season is just in flames. Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay are just no longer good. I think it might actually be over. I don't think that's an overreaction. The Russell Wilson trade is starting to look like the Herschel Walker trade. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then Seattle is a piece of that too. So those five. The fact that Seattle, who right now is plus 550 on FanDuel to win the NFC West, even though they are leading the NFC West, Crazy. But the fact that they're a contender. So out of those five storylines, what is the least believable to you? Remember we made a joke after Seattle was in first place before they had even played on Monday night against Denver. Like, <laughs> they were they could just hold on. Just hold on now. Just hold on, Pete Carroll. Don't blow this. And then they won. They beat Denver. And I had them to beat Denver that week. And I, I didn't like, I don't like, I didn't like Denver all year from the beginning of the year. So I wouldn't say that's, uh, uh, that was believable that Russell Wilson would come down to earth. Uh, okay. Seattle being in first place, not very believable. The Bucks, I don't know what the hell is going on other than I just keep losing money on them, but still in first place. So I, I can't odds wise, uh, I, I can't be too disappointed in them. I have to go. I have to go Packers. I thought they'd be in first. Um, hmm. They're three and a half games behind Minnesota. And you're right. I don't know that they make it back. You can't just say that all oh, the Bucks and Packers, they'll figure it out and go like 10 and seven or 11 and six. I think one of these teams may not make the playoffs. I was looking at the division odds today and I was stunned that at least on FanDuel, Green Bay was plus 490 to win the division because it feels early, right? It's seven weeks, 10 yeah. weeks left. The Chiefs were three and four last year. Like we've seen this before. But for Minnesota to be minus 550, in that division when nobody that I know really believes in that Minnesota team. It's more a reflection of Green Bay because, you know, you look at where they are now. They're at Buffalo, at Detroit, home Dallas, home Tennessee, at Philly, the next five, Mm -hmm. right? So they, I mean, they might have eight losses by the time we get to uh, 
December, and they play that the Philly game is a Thanksgiving night game. But I don't know just that they're watching making them, it. They seem so uninspiring that Rogers seems like he's half checked out. They've no weapons. Uh, the coaching's awful. I mean, you can tell with the the some of the play calling, but then like special teams is always a good sign. If your special yeah. teams is just complete dog shit. You know, uh, that's beyond, you know, that's uh Basaccia, right? What's his name? The Raiders ex coach? I know. I know. Pit boss Ray Hope's letting us down. Mm. So yeah. yeah, I mean, Green Bay before the season, they were they were my Super Bowl pick. They're 12 to 1 to, to make this to win the Super Bowl. They're minus too. 500 to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They were minus 155 for their division. They're minus 270 for 10 plus wins. I think that ship has sailed. They're five to one for the first seed. And I think mm. you're right. Although I will say, if we had said after week seven, the New York teams are going to be 11 and three, I think both of us would have thought that. Yeah, that's absolutely absurd. I, that's I did pick the Giants to go over seven and a half wins. But now this is getting dumb now that the Jets have five wins and the Giants win. Every game they win is a one possession game and they're at six already. That is, yes, that's that's hard to uh, overcome there. Well, I stayed away from that Giants-Jags game because to me that was the talented team that does dumb shit mm-hmm. versus the untalented team that over and over again pulls out these close games. And I'm like, you know what? This time around, I'm not going to be on the side of the talented team that does dumb shit. And yeah. of course, it, of course, they go for fourth down three times. They go one for three. They have a crucial moment. And this is like the analytics debate, which we keep talking about. It's not even analytics. It's more like common sense. They're up 17-13, the Jags. 11-30 left in the fourth quarter. They're on the 20-yard line. They're up four points. Fourth down. I'm just taking the three points. I'm making yeah. the Giants have to come down and tie it on a touchdown. Even if they tie it, I'll probably get the ball back. Peterson just, he's just, at the Philly special has given him confidence for life, I think, that that worked in the Super Bowl. By the way, yeah. as I've said before, every fucking play worked in the Super Bowl. The Pats defense was a sieve. Right. But since yeah. then, it's like he just is levitating above us with these aggressive plays, doesn't get the first down. Giants come down and score. All of a sudden, they're up three. And they blow the game. And mm-hmm. so that the, I'm sure the model was like, oh, we slightly favor Jacksonville going for it. But that to me, the play call has to be part of it too. And they just run dumb plays. It was the same thing for the Chargers in the first quarter against the Seahawks, where in the first quarter, they get a pick. They get kind of stuck on like the 39. It's fourth and two. What is the play they run? Well, the Seattle stacks the line and, and the Chargers go, cool. We're going to run our 5-7 running back, Equer, on a dive into 14 guys. I wonder if this is going to work. It's like, no, that actually, that's that didn't work. And yeah, he hasn't had figured out, Staley, the second part of the we're going to go for it when we shouldn't go for it thing, is which is uh, assign a nice play to it with the high right. probability of working, depending on the talent. Yeah, that's you don't have the it. personnel yeah. to get a fourth and yeah. two dive play. You don't have a single running back on your team that can get that. Right. So you better have an awesome play. But that... I do feel like the plays have to factor into the analytics, but Staley and Peterson over and over again are just too aggressive and it feels like it hurts their team. Jacksonville well, losing to uh, the here, Giants Here's my is analytics. Yeah. Uh, we sat here a week ago and we went over Jags, Giants, and I was off on that line by five and a half points. Right. I said, I said the Giants would be given points. They're five and one. They should get the was Jacksonville two and four? I don't know what it is. And by the way, Jacksonville, remember we were we were racing to the window to bet Jacksonville to win the, that terrible, that dreaded AFC South. Yeah. Even to get it at plus 150, we thought after the second week when they went out and, and beat the Chargers, like, well, whatever, whatever week that was, like, oh, we got to do this. But 
I was five and a half points off. So I was like, I don't care what happens. I know what to do now. I have to bet the Jaguars. And they were disgusting. It really were. It really is hard. That whole division, you just got to, you deserve what you get if you're betting it. You, you just, it's too unpredictable. Like, I think it's like, it's like if you walked your dog. When you walk your dog, your dog goes <laughs> after some dogs. Yeah. Right? But other dogs, it doesn't really care. Like, if, well, why, why are you going after the Chihuahua, but leaving the St. Bernard alone, but then you go nose to nose with the pit bull? Like, it doesn't right. make any sense. Just stay away from the AFC South. It's going to cost you money. I like that analogy. I thought that was Thank one of your you. better ones. Thanks. I thought it through. Yeah, yeah. We, all of our dogs have different type of dogs that they just really dislike. Yeah. The AFC South right now, Tennessee is minus 115 to win the mm-hmm. division. Indy's plus 165. The Jags, who I think got bet almost to even at, at some point. Yeah. Now they're five to one again. I, I I look back. I thought I had a Jags bet. I actually didn't. It was a Panthers bet. Really? I don't know that they, they're two and five. But I don't. Do you like anyone in that division? I <laughs> so guess you just you like give me give me a teal team. Panthers, Jags. I don't care. I'll check <laughs> it later. Any teal. Uh, <laughs> but they're two back from Tennessee. I mean Tennessee. The one thing that they they had like a big boy drive at the end of that indie game. Yeah. And that was the classic. Like it had all the makings of Matt Ryan cutting it to two and somehow covering, but Tennessee mm-hmm. wins. And then if you bet Tennessee minus two and a half, which we did on million dollar picks, you're like, I had the right team and I lost, which just happened. Right. But Pittman has a fumble and then it ends up going, going to Tennessee. And it's like, all right, Tennessee's going to run out the clock. They big boy Indy in a way that, uh, yep. I actually thought like big picture might matter a tiny bit because I have the unders for Tennessee for the season and I think you you were down on them too. I thought they would both win nine games and it would be a tiebreaker situation nine and eight but Tennessee owns the Colts there's like some weird AFC South stuff like the Jags don't ever win on the road against the AFC. The Titans uh, dominate the Colts and it was 1910 and yeah, that's the one thing I thought about this game. I was like, all right, they're going to be able to run on the Colts because the Jags at least ran on the Colts last week in that ridiculous game where Matt Ryan dropped back 58 times and wasn't sacked. And right. um, they put him down like three times and they did enough. And yeah, so now they're kind of in the driver's seat in that garbage division. Yeah, so Indy, and somehow I teased Indy because I had Tennessee million-dollar picks. I teased like five teams with the Pats. Indy was one of them. Teased him to plus nine or plus eight and a half. Oh, no. No, plus, plus eight and a half thing or plus nine and a half. And, no, plus eight and a half. You better figure it out because it's important. Yeah. No, I lost. Yeah. Okay, I teased him lost. to plus eight and a half and they lost by yeah. nine. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it had all the makings of the classic Matt Ryan pulling another game out of the deep recesses of his sphincter. This right. time Pittman let him down. So Indy the rest of the way, because Indy, there were, they, this was a good regression week. Atlanta mm-hmm. was six to zero against the spread. That mm-hmm. wasn't going to last. Indy like had these crazy DVOA stats where it was like this is the worst team with a one of the three worst teams with a winning record in forty years according to advanced metrics. So now maybe that ship's been read a little bit. But Indy's got home Washington next week at New England at Las Vegas home Philly. So I yeah. I feel like that team's going to go south. Tennessee. They have at Houston, who's suddenly the worst team in the league, at Kansas City, home Denver, at Green Bay, home Cincy, at Philly. A stretch that I think looked way tougher than maybe now that we know Green Bay is not that good. We know Denver is not that good. And then Jacksonville, I just, I would recommend no, but they do have two more home games in a row. They were home this week, then they have Denver and Vegas. 
Well, Denver's I, in London. Oh, did I blow out oh, yeah, for you? Right. That, that would have been no, a no. I had that written down. You're right. You I had it written down. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> but somehow Tennessee, they lose AJ Brown. They draft Burks, who didn't even play. He was in the IR. They have the mm-hmm. like this mash unit at receiver, and and it doesn't matter. They just have the infrastructure. Yeah, I guess so. This is more than I care about the AFC South. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're they're but no, they're they're point differentials minus thirteen. Tennessee at four and two. So I I, I well, just wait. Can can I interest no, you in the no NFC South? Let's do that. We could do that because I I still every team's it, Panthers and Saints are a game behind the division leader. Is that what it is? Yeah, we have two, three, and four teams and two, two, and five teams. Unbelievable. Tampa, who's minus 270 as the favorite. We have Atlanta's four to one. We have New Orleans plus 850. Mm. And we have Carolina, who's a game out at 20 to one. And if you look at it, if you watch them today, they didn't miss McCaffrey at all. And the Foreman-Hubbard combo was actually like really effective. And if you Mm -hmm. really look at it deep, it's like, well, they lost their running back and their quarterback. P.J. Walker is not worse than Mayfield was. Mayfield was the worst quarterback in the league. And McCaffrey, as much as I think we all like him, it wasn't like he was this dominant guy. So, so crazy. I don't know. Them at two and five, It's not their defense was really good today. P.J. Walker and Heineke are XFL players and they beat Brady <laughs> and, uh, and Rodgers. It's stupid. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm stuck on this point differential because I don't usually I don't usually care. But the, that in the division, the Bucks are at the top at zero. Falcons minus eight, Panthers minus 25, Saints minus 25. I think with the Panthers, I think that you'll still look at them and they'll still be about a three-win team at the end of the year. But there's something that happens and it's the, what do you call it? The Ewing theory. I don't even know what you would call this when they lost McCaffrey. This is Ewing theory. The coach changed, but you're never going to get a group of 53 guys more in tune and more psyched to win than you will the Panthers, who everybody counted them out. Oh, Yeah. Our best player's gone. Let's get together, guys. Really, we have a new coach. Oh, we're going up against Tom Brady. I feel like you'll you'll never have that enthusiasm in one setting as you did today with like the Panthers and the Bucks. It was all the more points against you, the more you feel like you get a group effort out of everybody. And that's exactly what happened. Now, Evans dropping that pass was despicable. Like if your son dropped that in high school and Ben Simmons like, sorry, yeah. we'll get we'll walking home. Yeah, we'll Uber. let you keep the jersey, but you're off the team. You know, that, that that's how it would be. But aside from that, they you're right. They got beat up on the ground. Maybe getting rid of Robbie Anderson. He seemed like he was kind of a cancer. Mm-hmm. So Carolina, they they uh they lose to Cleveland on a fifty nine yard field goal. By the way, that guy hasn't made a big kick since. <laughs> yeah. The Cleveland kicker. Uh they lose to the Giants in week two. Right? Another right. close one. But so they're two and five, but really like they're, I think they're two plays away from being four and three. The next couple of games for Carolina, they're at Atlanta, at Cincy, mm-hmm. home Atlanta, at Baltimore, home Denver. I'm not, they're not a cross off team to me anymore because I think this division eight and nine could take it and we should really have the Brady conversation. Let's take a quick break. And the NFL week right on Monday night with FanDuel America's number one sports book. One of my favorite things about FanDuel, picking my favorite props, building a same game parlay, perfect for Bears Patriots. I actually have an opinion on this. And by the way, we nailed our underdog parlay. For FanDuel, we did Jets, Seahawks. They promoted it. We nailed it. So proud of myself. Great job, us. Here's the uh, same game parlay I like. Tyquan Thornton, anytime touchdown score. New England Patriots money line. Ramondre Stevenson, 50 plus yards. 
That is plus 429 as the same game parlay. If you think the Pats are going to win, I would recommend that exact same game parlay. They also have live same game parlays now. You can continue building them even after the game started. And there's no feeling like nailing an SGP. Lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. And if you're new, you can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 with promo code BS. Once again, that is promo code BS. Make every moment more with FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You must be 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-metrable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. All right, we were talking about the NFC South. This Brady season, <laughs> I was thinking about all these different farewell seasons. Yeah, I think Ali, we were old enough to remember Ali Holmes, mm-hmm. which Sports Illustrated did the cover and there was no words on it. It was just Ali on the stool with like a black guy, right. just like completely dead inside. And that's, to me, a 10 out of 10 on how bad a farewell year can go, right? Barry Bonds was a good one where everybody basically put their hands up and they said, we're not signing you. It's like, really? AL team? You don't want this guy as a DH who had like a 480 on base last year? No, we're all Mm -hmm. out. We're blind out. So that's a bad way for a 10. You have those things like OJ and the Niners, Mm. Emmett Smith on the Cardinals. When the guy has the the last year of his career uniform and it's just kind of sad. Like Patrick Ewing was on Seattle, shit like that. Where he was like, so ah. you think no matter what, this is it. This is his well, last year. Well, I'm going year. through all the scenarios. Favre, yeah. second, mm-hmm. oh, this is definitely his last year. Favre, that second Viking season when his body fell apart. Mm-hmm. Kareem and the Lakers when they made the finals, but he was like bald, kind of like weird body Kareem. Like hey, he just wasn't Kareem anymore. Yeah. Um, Iverson's last two NBA years were horrible. Mario Lemieux came back. He played for like five more years Sure, on the Penguins. Remember that? Like they didn't make the playoffs. He wasn't Lemieux anymore. There's all these different ways it can go. I think that LeBron, the, the, LeBron's could be pretty bad too. He could be. I know, but he's at least still, he's at least still good at basketball. Like he could still put yeah. up 30 points. Like Brady seems dead inside, super skinny, bad luck all over the place. So mm-hmm. he's getting divorced. And I think it's finalized is the word in the street. Um, Everything about this has been like, wow, I wish I hadn't come back. But we have 10 games to go. And I've just never, I've never seen a farewell season like this, I guess is Mm. my point of view. Like, rack your brain. Have you thought, have you seen anything this weird? This is the most famous player in the history of the sport. No, I, I I agree with you. There's a ton of distractions and, you know, obviously sitting out a week and he took shit for that in the preseason. And then, you know, I think going to Robert Kraft's wedding, he's like, wow, this guy found true love. Why can't I do it? Why can't I look at this couple? But <laughs> right. No, but honestly, um, I don't I don't know. I Should we give Bruce Arians a little more credit? I don't want to give him too much credit because he had the uh, crazy old man vibe towards the end. We was starting. It was looking like he was going to beat up his own players. So right. I, I understand why they had the to get him out of there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit. But but did he make? Did he keep things in line and order a little bit? Maybe I I don't know that he had all that inf- you know influence over Brady, but it didn't hurt. That's for sure. The the play calling is awful, and I like I saw left which was trending on Twitter and I thought maybe he got into it with Mike Evans or somebody. So I, I clicked mm-hmm. on it. I'm like, what do you do? And it was just, it was just Bucks fans complaining about Barrett Leftwich for, yeah. for like hundreds of tweets in a row of like, we suck. We run the worst offense in the league. 
So I don't know. I, mean, I, I saw I, that drop by Evans and I was like, oh, that's yeah, that's but, a bad sign. but he's going to get open 45 times and there's going to be a blowout. It just never happened again. They just couldn't get it going again. Then they kicked the field goal down 14, nothing stupid. That was weird. They played Baltimore on Thursday night when we'll do guest alliance. We'll talk about that. Uh, they play one of the LA teams in week nine. I assume that's the Rams. Oh, no, that's uh, the Chargers. No, yeah, Chargers. Yeah. Home for the Chargers. Then they have a London game. No, I think week, it's Germany, actually. Or Germany. Week 10. Right. They're playing Seattle. Does Brady leave the country? <laughs> wow. I could see him being like, you know what? I'm going to skip this one. I don't I don't feel like going away. Either it doesn't here. leave or it doesn't return. One of the two, right? <laughs> but that's the Sad thing enough. with this Brady season. Like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel like he's moved into the Tyson zone. Yeah. Like if a story came out on that Monday, it was like Tom Brady has decided not to go to Germany. He'll he's gonna wait and he'll be again he'll rejoin the team next week and they're when they return to America. I wouldn't be surprised, would you? I, I guess not, but also he's all right, I'll, I'll let me play devil's advocate. He's in first place. Um they're not gonna get a buy, but he could probably mm. what'd you say? They were minus five hundred still for first place. Like it, it, minus, this is no, a, they're minus two seventy. It's, oh, it's at least I'm FanDuel. That's that's oh, okay. Not well, a I, not a slam dunk. They could stay at five hundred. They could stay in first place. Um, he can because the other thing is, where is he going? If if things are not good with the wife, like at least with football, you get to yell at three hundred pound men and and throw a computer like tablets all around. And it's the only place where it's acceptable. Mm. You're not gonna be able to do this anywhere else. So I don't know. I, I don't think know this if you could have distractions. I don't think you no? can have distractions like this as a quarterback. Is yeah. my take. Like you think about like how his life was carefully constructed the mm. last like what 10, 12 years post ACL surgery and as he gravitated toward TB12 and the diet and he's fucking making avocado ice cream and every piece of his life is just carefully thought out. And now it's like in complete flux. Everything yeah. is different. And I, I think it's definitely screwed him up. I don't, I was taught, I, we talked last week. He just doesn't seem like Brady on the TV. He's Does he make a call a, to Gronk? I mean, we've said this and they, they've hinted that it's not going to happen, but that might be what salvages this whole thing after everything. A few people have made this point. It's just like not, not the type of team that he hmm. normally succeeds with. Like he loves throwing over the middle, right? Who do you trust over the middle other than maybe Godwin? Yeah. You know, they who's like the James White on this team? They don't really have one. They did a poor job of constructing the team. And I think the play calling has been pretty bad too. But this... This Thursday night spot is brutal, right? They're yeah, playing, you're right. They have four days rest to play Baltimore. I think Lamar is like the hardest guy to prepare for in the league. Like they, he really, he ate up the Patriots a few weeks ago. He's not even playing well last few weeks, but to just have four days to prepare for that dude, not well, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't home. understand this defense. Like, you know, whether it's a quarterback running or, you know, Donta Freeman and Chuba Hubbard had, what they have, like 180 yards combined rushing. That's the one thing you could never do against Tampa. A healthy Tampa defense and Vita Vea is run against them. So it didn't matter. They didn't score any points this week. Yeah, I thought I thought they'd be better with Bulls and they're just, mm. they're just not. I, so if you had to punt on Tampa or Green Bay, I think we would both punt on Green Bay, right? I think so. Well, they're looking up at a team that's three and a half games yeah. ahead of them. So, Well, they might end up with the same record as Tampa. Yeah. I hate both these teams. I keep betting them every week. I was like, all right, what teaser? What Tampa's not going to lose, be the biggest favorite two weeks in a row and lose on the field? Yep. I was going to ask you that. When was the last time a double-digit favorite 
just lost outright two weeks in a row. Because last week, Pittsburgh was almost four to one. Yeah. Today, I think the Panthers were what, almost five to one? That line got to right. Tampa by 13 because they didn't want I, anybody to tease it. Did you tease I it? I could ask my accountant because I, I, I know I was on it whenever it happened before this, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, Tampa and Green Bay everywhere. Is that why you seem down today? <laughs> Did you have Tampa and some teases? I just need the Astros to finish off the Yankees. What's the score? <laughs> Kyle, give us a score check. Because the one I thing I can't have, TV. I can't, what is it? I can't have Astros, I can't have Phillies Yankees in the in a World Series because I'll just walk out of the room whenever anyone's talking about it. Well, who, so who are you rooting for? Yankees, Astros. I landed Six, five, on. Nine. I have to root for the Astros. Oh, you have, you root, you're rooting for the, you're rooting for the Yankees? No, I really wasn't rooting for either. I was rooting for maximum pain for one of the fan bases. Right. So like the Yankees getting swept is like a great outcome. Yeah. Or right, the, exactly. other, the other one I was rooting for was the Yankees knocking the Astros off and then losing in the World Series, like to, mm -hmm. to bring their fans' hopes up. Those were the two things. But I think the Yankees getting swept, like today there were some stories about how they were talking about the 2004 Red Sox like as a motivational thing. Yeah, like, they showed them this, tapes. They have some like mental coach that comes in and showed them tapes of the 2004 <laughs> oh, that was, Red Sox. That's the biggest win of the season for me. They sat there and watched that? I can't believe it. Oh, like, it was so are you great. kidding? What? <laughs> oh, I was so happy. It has been the worst Red Sox season, especially like Schwarber being good on the Phillies was just yeah. such a punch to the gut because that we I, I still don't know why we let him go, but um, to have the Yankees I know you play for the same team. I mean, you play for the same team, but that's like if your podcast, your ratings slipped a little, and and Spotify's like, hey, let's go watch Joe Rogan. Go watch this inspirational. <laughs> film. Like I can't even. I'm, I don't even know what to compare it to. And they sat there and watched the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, remember they did this to you. I loved it. Uh, everything that's transpired over the last few days has been great. You knew they were in trouble, and it took them five days to five games to beat that crappy Cleveland yeah. team. Well, now that, it's that great. great well, they're although they're scoring runs tonight, but they, they were striking out all over the place, right? They had something like 30 strikeouts in three games. It was great. They Every batter started with an 0-2 count. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to talk about baseball so much, but... Uh, and Wait, then, so, uh, you, so you, you hate the Phillies then? I hate the Phillies, so I can't have Phillies-Yankees. The Astros... Here's the thing with the cheating in the Astros. Garrett Cole's on the Yankees, okay? So he benefited from that cheating as much as anyone. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can't really separate the two at this point. Um, so and I, and I hate the Yankees anyway. So I have to have Astros and I have a 10 to one ticket with the Astros. So I need the Astros to beat the Phillies. So there was some I guess somebody bought it at uh, MGM in April. There was some Phillies mm -hmm. Phillies Astros ticket that it was like, a I don't know, 500 bet, but the guy wins like 125 K. Wow. It's like 250 to one. It was when the Phillies were, mm -hmm. you know, kicking the curb. I always like those stories. It always gives a, people like us hope when we're in yeah, Vegas right. and we're making dumb bets on <laughs> some sort of future. I'm like, remember that guy, the Astros Phillies? Yeah, but we wouldn't uh, hedge and then the Phillies got No, nah, we would have yeah. screwed it up yeah. somehow. Yeah. We we didn't screw it up that year with the Warriors, did we? When we had the Warriors 31? I think I that think was the did. biggest one. No, we yeah, probably we did. did. We probably hedged <laughs> at the wrong at the wrong time. The, uh, the Phillies thing has been pretty fun, I gotta say. I don't really have an opinion on the Phillies. Like, I, you're a Mets fan. They're in your division. You dislike them. But I, I've kind of enjoyed it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have, if the Phillies win the World Series, it's going to be the Phillies, the Braves last year, Dodgers were before that, and then the, the Nationals the year before. So three out of the four years was teams coming from my division. Can you imagine if Tampa Bay won and the Blue Jays 
and the Yankees yeah. won three three out of four years. Now the Marlins the will be next year. Yeah. If you gave me the choice of the Phillies win the World Series, but the Sixers season is a complete dumpster fire, I'm taking that every time. Wow. Like Sixers are 0-3. They lost at home yesterday yeah. to, to uh, some shitty team. I can't even remember who. And uh, and the Doc Rivers watch is on. All of it's great. I love Always. all of it. Always. More football. Um, Lamar's contract gamble. I have that one written down. Hench was texting <laughs> us about that. How Lamar did the bet on myself thing, but his last four weeks have not gone awesome. I Hench had a great line. He's like, Times Square should put up a tote board and show how much money Lamar Jackson it continues to lose by not signing, <laughs> having signed a contract in the offseason. <laughs> he has been awesome. That, I mean, the thing today was they were blitzing the shit out of him, the Browns. Right. Yeah. And that was one of those, that was a kitchen sink game for the Browns. I stayed away. I had no anything on it. I didn't know what to expect from the Browns, but they fought. And as usual, it came down to Brissett, unable to kind of orchestrate a fourth down thing. If you put Watson in there the whole whole year over Brissett, they're mm -hmm. probably like five and two, four and three, I think, right? He's cost them yeah, two games. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think if they, and now they're going to fight to 500, I think, by the time he gets back there. But you're right. It is always Brissett blowing it at the end. Or actually, Kate, I'm pretty sure the, the coach has, like, really just gets a kick out of watching this guy just miss bomb field goals, right? They got moved right. back to 60 yards on a false start. Cade York comes in. I was blocked. Everyone finds it hilarious, and uh, the Ravens survive. He's another terrible game manager, Stefanski. Stefanski, Staley, Doug Peterson, uh, Dan Campbell. What was Stefanski? I think I think Damashek was saying like uh, uh, Stefanski's best moment coaching by far was when he was in his basement with COVID, right? Like, <laughs> the, the, against the Steelers, the hi the highlight of his career. That's yeah. it. Yeah, maybe he needs his, to get COVID again. COVID's yeah. going around again. He should start going to some it. weddings. Give Cade York try, COVID. Yeah, try to get it. Yeah, the Lamar things. That's fun. We mentioned Green Bay, how they have a chance to have a four-game losing streak, which will probably happen because they're playing at Buffalo. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a whole story. Um, the Casey and Cincy have righted the ship. I thought Casey was awesome today. And we could talk really about good. some of the issues with San Francisco, but Casey, they had a pass rush. Uh, really, really good play calling. It was just one of those games you could tell pretty early they kind of were on it. Uh, the receivers were flying around. It was the first time I felt like they just had speed everywhere. And if Sky Moore didn't muff that punt, that was like the only downside. But they, I think they scored like five out of seven touchdowns at a series. It's or six out of eight at some point, something like and that. They're, and they're somehow better on the road. Like I know that Colts game, yeah. throw that out for a second, but they, I think they put up 40 against Arizona, 40 against Tampa, maybe 41, 44 today against the Niners, a top ranked defense when it's healthy. I get they're missing some pieces, but the big thing is Juju Smith Schuster and Valdez Scantling, who we know are decent. They're yep. at least decent receivers. If he gets in tune with those guys for, just get out of the way. It's it's really, it's them and the Bills. Feels like it's happening. Yeah. And yeah. they're getting more out of Edward Soler too. That was an interesting one because there was like a, an, I let go of those money sites that say, you know, just to make sure the public's not. Which way it's the, going. The Chiefs were really, I mean, they had like 80% of the bets wherever you went. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. just, so then the Niners went up early. It's like, oh, here we go. And then uh, Jimmy G, that throw in the end zone, it felt like that swung the game. And he does. We've always talked about this. Jimmy G has that one horrible throw each half. That one was like a kick in the nuts. 
And his really, new thing is taking safeties, whether he's stepping out of the I end know. zone or just like stepping back there. He just doesn't. There's um, there's not that sense of urgency at all with him. So I am so you, back and forth with Jimmy G. I don't know. I, I, I know. feel like people are too hard on him. But then also it's like a couple plays away from winning a Super Bowl. And then um, but I don't know. And then there are days like this like, oh, that team doesn't have a chance with him. Well, Trent Williams came back today and I thought, right. Here we go with the Niners. And I, I think a lot of people, their, their division odds moved, their Super Bowl odds moved. And I think a lot of people thought they were pretty lined up. Mm-hmm. We talk about the McCaffrey trade in a second. But um, if anything now, this would be the time to get into the Niners after yeah. that loss. Because now the division odds have dropped. I still think they're the best team in that division. You know, it's seven game mark. We've seen this happen over and over again where you just can't overreact too much. But the McCaffrey trade... I really liked it. For who? My, well, I liked it for both teams, but I liked it for San Francisco because I think when they have them completely acclimated, a couple people have made the point about it just allows him and Debo and Kittle, there's just so much variance to any possible play, those three guys out together. You could feel it a couple times in the game today. I, I like it. I thought it was a good swing. I like that they didn't give up a first, but uh, what did you think? No, I, well, the, yeah, they were asking for two ones, right? And yeah. then they ended up getting day two draft picks for the next two, three years, whatever it is. So that even that's a big haul in today's, you know, if you're going for a running back who's been injured and, you know, these guys only last three or four years. But that said, if you're going to make a run this year and you look at Jimmy G and you're like, all right, this guy has trouble throwing more than four yards downfield. What could I do to help Christian McCaffrey, a healthy Christian McCaffrey is definitely the answer. I wish we had been in the Panthers' war room for that trade because I would have gotten Mitchell back. Like, ah, yeah. throw, you know, it would have been like when we make fantasy trades. Right, like, ah, yeah, you, ha- you have to get a running back. Yeah, right? throw yeah. me Mitchell back. What am I going to do? Just just throw him back. Right. You don't even need him. Do mm-hmm. one of those. That was like exactly. the trade we almost made. What was that, Chase for Ramondre and Waddle? I should have done it. I needed and to Chase get that. Chase went nuts. You, oh, you yeah. just didn't push me hard enough. Now he's going crazy. I should have. I thought I was being smart. And now Ramondre is going to have like four carries tomorrow. So... The Niners play both LA teams coming up, and then mm. they have a nice little stretch of at Arizona, New Orleans, Miami, Tampa. All three of those are at home. Yeah, they finish the season week seventeen, eighteen at Las Vegas, home Arizona. I I don't love the odds. I think if you're just going pure odds, I don't know why Seattle still is in the bet. What did I have Seattle at? They were plus five fifty to win the division because they play right. a lot of crappy teams coming up. You know, I. I out of sure. the hard games, they got San Francisco once. They're at KC in week 16. Other than that, like, you know, they, they, they play yeah, the Giants I guess. this week. I mean, right, yeah, so they're what? Like, I mean, I guess this is like seven weeks now they're doing this. So I, uh, they're, they're definitely in it. They're I don't want to say they're for real. Um, there are a couple. Is this the year? Is this the, there are a couple plays away from being dot, dot, dot year? Where you could do that with any team and come up with a ridiculous like uh, the Chargers are a couple way, plays away from being um, five and one or or zero oh and six, right? I just feel I, I feel like we've right. never been doing that more than with uh, this slate. That's why when you read me, well, they have this team coming up this day. I'm like, all right, I don't know. Everybody could beat everybody at this point. Yeah, New Orleans is a good example of that, right? But I I don't know. I look at the Seahawks. Raiders, same thing. All they deserve to beat Denver in week one. Mm-hmm. You know, they outscored Detroit. I thought they handily beat Arizona last week. 
And then, you know, they handily beat the Chargers today. To me, it's a legit four and three. The, the shocking thing to me is uh, I just really like how Gino's playing. I don't, and I know he had a couple of turnovers today, but he, his ability to kind of extend to play is yeah. like what, what, what Wilson used to do for them. I think his receivers have let him down a little bit. Then Metcalf got hurt at yeah, some Metcalf's point today. Hurt, but, but he hasn't been going nuts anyway. But I think what you, I think the best point to make about the West is it's not great. There's not going to be a 12 or 13. You can almost guarantee there's not going to be a 12 or 13 win team, right? So if you In can the, win the, if you can win yeah. the division at 10 and seven, yeah, why not? Why should the Seahawks get around eight, nine, 10 wins this year? Well, how many 11 win teams are we going to have? Yeah, uh, not that Other many. than Philly, would you even say there's another 11 win team in the NFC at this point? If, if, in the if, NFC, if there no is, way. it's from your division. No way. I mean, I guess the Vikings can keep getting lucky, but I don't, I don't see it. Um, Pittsburgh tonight against Miami, just quickly. I felt like if they, I thought they were going to steal that game. Mm-hmm. Collinsworth was on it the whole game. He's like, ah, yeah, Mike, I've been there before. I just, you got to <laughs> put them away early, Mike. You got to do it. <laughs> um, and they needed one throw from Pickett. Right. And he couldn't make the throw. It, it or we needed of, one, or one long run. I, I feel like they said he had like 20 yeah. yards of daylight when he threw that pick at the end. It reminded me of the zappy Green Bay game where it's just like, mm-hmm. just make one play. And he yeah. just couldn't do it, right? He had, because they had the ball. Miami punted, I think, four times in a row there. They didn't even go for it on fourth and three on the 40, which I was surprised by. But um, but Pittsburgh just couldn't make the play. And they didn't, if it were me, I, I'm granted these guys probably know more about running an offense than we do. Mm. But you have the, you have Pickens, you have Claypool. Aren't you just throwing the ball down the sidelines and having those guys jump up and either try to get pass interference? Like, I would Come just do that with Pickens it. eight times. Yeah, right. Underthrows, all that stuff. Like, just put pressure on one of the sidelines because I agree with you. And that's funny because we saw Andy that like some of these older quarterbacks or the newer quarterbacks, they rely on the uh, shallow crosses. And like when Andy Dalton, I was like, I was watching him Thursday night. I'm like, you know what? He's as good as anyone with the shallow crosses. I'm like, yeah, you know the problem with the shallow crosses? Someone eventually gets a hand up there and it's tipped and it's intercepted and it's your fault or it isn't your fault. And then you got to figure out. And then Andy Dalton had like three of those. It's like, oh, what's going on? But uh, I think you're right with that. I was surprised that the, I thought both with Tua and Dak, I was like, I can't believe I haven't talked Cowboys, but um, I thought they're both yeah. going to get off to slow starts. The Dolphins scored on their first three possessions and then it was nothing, right? They had 13 after the first three possessions and I think three the whole rest of the way. So um, give the Steelers credit for sticking in there, I think defensively. I think they're very well coached. I think they figured out within about a quarter that Miami was just trying to get rid of the ball fast because they didn't want two to take hits. So once yeah, they just needed they to just figure out how to everyone up. They needed to corral one of those six or seven interception uh, attempts they had right there. Uh, that was the only thing. I mean, that's the thing. Has anyone ever had more drop picks than two? Uh, I've never no. seen anything like it. It's no. like he's throwing. A, it's like he's Gaylord Perry throwing like a spitball. Right. <laughs> these guys, it hits both of their hands. It bounces in the air. They drop it a second time. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. The guy should have 20 interceptions this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I know he's got enough problems. So yeah, I don't have, I don't have a lot of confidence in them and they're me neither. What? Well, they did win the game, but I guess what are they a game before behind the jets even at this point or two? I think we have a pretty good feel for what that AFC playoff picture is going to look like. I don't want to jinx it, mm. but I think, 
because like Brees Hall got hurt today in the Jets, which was de- mm-hmm. the most devastating injury of of the year. Because that guy yeah, was so sucked. much fun to watch, yep. and it really felt like he was breaking out. And just classic Jets, right? Jets fans can't have nice things; they just can't. Right. So they have this guy who's like a fucking comet, and mm-hmm. oh my god, we finally have like the most exciting offensive rookie in the league, and then he blows out his knee. Um, but they're five and two, but I don't think that's survivable without him because that that was the X factor for them. That was their big play guy. Let me ask you this: AFC East, NFC East. If you're hmm. going to ask to make an over under on how many playoff teams, I think you get three from the three? NFC. Yeah, three from the NFC East. Yeah, I do. Wow! So you're going to go think at, you least get two four, from, at least wow. That's two think from about the what AFC. You're Five from those two divisions who everybody left for dead. Maybe six from I don't think you're wrong. Combined. I think it is like four and a half is the over-under. It's right there. I think my team is a playoff team, but if we're not a playoff team, then Miami, that well, there'll definitely be at least two. Uh, Cincy and Baltimore playoff teams, one from the AFC South. And, and that's the, the thing. It might only be one from the AFC West because the right. Chargers, they, they are like the weirdest four and three. I don't feel good about that team. At all. We we gotta take a break and then I wanna attack the seventy-two dolphins. All right, before we get to guest alliance, I'm so tired of the seventy-two dolphins, Sal. <laughs> Has anyone ever ever really dove into the seventy-two dolphin season? It's only been fifty years. What are you tired of? Fifty about? years. They they celebrate every five years they're celebrating it again. They celebrate it when when somebody has an undefeated season that falls through, we have to deal with them. They, nobody's ever dined off a season more than these guys. So, yep. um, so I looked at their at what happened. They were fourteen and zero that year, right? Fourteen game season. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the NFL that year had this. They it was expansion, right? So the AFL and the NFL they merge. So the mm-hmm. league's all out of whack. It's very similar to when the '96 Bulls won seventy two games because. There were too many teams in the league. For some reason, the East divisions had five teams instead of four. So the Dolphins play eight of their 14 games against the Jets, who finished seven and seven, the Colts five and nine, Buffalo four, nine and one, and the terrible Pats three and 11. They also got to play the Oilers, who were one and 13. They played the Chargers, who were four, nine and one, and they played the Cardinals in the other conference, who were four, nine and one. So 11 of their 14 games were against dog shit teams. And I, I, I went on this deep dive. I sent it to you, the Jets in week 10. The Zonka fumbles. They call it a fumble after the whistle. The game's over if the Jets get the fumble. Dolphins yeah. punt. Guy runs into the punter. It's like five seconds after the guy. Nobody's ever run into the punter later than this guy runs into it the like punter. rolling into him. You yeah. sent me the video. Yeah, yeah. Keeps the drive alive and the Dolphins go. And I'm just like, God damn it. If that, if that fucking <laughs> asshole hadn't run into the punter, we'd never have to deal with like Larry Zonka with the cigar again. Jesus. <laughs> and then if my, wow. team, if my team had pulled off an 07, we'd never have yeah. to deal with these guys. Because then it would be like, oh, well, and then somebody else did it. But no. Every time. Oh, here they are again. 72 Dolphins. Listen, 50th anniversary. This. Fuck this. <laughs> First of all, this might be elder abuse on your part. What, what, like, what do you care? What do you, no, what they, you they, kick, they kicked the Patriots ass my entire childhood. So I just, well, I don't but like here's the, the other thing. What, what if someone does this in 40 years about, uh, about your Patriots and looks at it and there's a Bill Simmons is like, Hey, did you realize the best quarterback in the Patriots division for 12 years was Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick? It's very easy. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can course. have cases against anything. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it does suck. I've had enough of it too. <laughs> with you. 1972. They, to, for the year, the Dolphins threw 17 passing touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Those are the regular Is that what it was? Stats. Yeah. Wow. They scored All right, listen, let's celebrate. points. Yeah. What? No, I want to sell. Let's get champagne for the Astros beating our beating the Yankees. Come on, that's oh, yeah. happy. Six yeah, five. They take great. it a sweep. Beautiful. Minus one eighty. Uh, Show your sweep. I thought go. when I got older, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have so much contempt for the teams that I don't like. But I have the same amount of contempt that I had two three oh, decades ago. That's what makes sports great. I know, but I also feel like I pick up three teams a year that I want to hate. And I don't see, I think with basketball, that's what's good with you. You could find whatever, if it's LaMelo ball and yeah, like I like Charlotte, I like watching them or whoever, you know, yeah. you don't, you don't really pick up. I, I never find a team like, oh, they're great to watch. I hope they win unless it's my team, but I definitely pick up two or three teams uh, every few years who I dislike. That you, you dislike. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm running out of teams. I'm almost, I'm never happy with any playoff situation when my, my guys are out of it. Well, I have this Lakers situation, which is just like a gift from the gods that they brought yeah. Westbrook back. I think he's shooting 30% for the year. Mm. They were making a big deal about, you're going to have to earn your way into crunch time this year. And then they're, they're just putting him out. Darvin Ham's doing the ex exact same stuff Vogel did, but I'm really loving. And the fact that they don't have their pick is just the absolute best. All right. Oh, I had one more thing for you before we do guest lines. I miss Joe yeah. Buck. Yeah, for sure. I know he's on Monday Night Football, but I, I really you mean for felt, baseball. You mean for baseball? Yeah, for baseball yeah. and even for like the, the Sunday late afternoon game yeah. on Fox. It just, like, I just feel like Chiefs Niners just feels bigger if it's Buck and Aikman on that Sunday at four. And it's just, we should be able to vote on this where where it gets announced. <laughs> Buck and Aikman are thinking about going to ESPN. They, we, should have, we should have a vote. The same we would vote on laws or whatever. Mm -hmm. Where we'd be like, so wait a second, we lose Buck and baseball? And we lose them on those four o'clock awesome Fox Sunday games. Yeah. But I get them on Monday night when I'm, I can also have Peyton and Eli and I'm, you know, I'm worn out from football anyway. Like I just would rather have Buck on Fox. They got to trade him back. We got to go miss back. him too. I think like he will go back. We got to go back. We got to go back to the <laughs> island. We need fucking Aikman on Fox. I don't I even like know who it. these announcers are doing the baseball games. They're all like these generic white guys. I don't know who's who. No, I know. It's I like, know. I'm Joe. I, I'm Jim. I'm John. I feel bad because I kind of know all those Fox guys. And they're I'm sorry. Nice I didn't mean to No, it's position. all right. But you're right. You're right. It's like an institution, right? It's like it's not Vin Scully, but yeah, it's right, what, right below it. Right? That's the yeah. thing. We had Buck yeah. for the first two decades of the 21st century. And it's just like mm -hmm. the baseball playoffs are here. Here's Joe Buck's voice. Yeah. And now we don't have Joe Buck's voice. We don't have Vince Scully either. And it's like, who's the voice now of baseball? We don't have a voice. Well, they threw Costas back at us after uh, however many years. I ask years. you again, who's going to be the voice? <laughs> Costas was like, here's my voice. I'm going to say, say a lot of words. I love Costas, but he that to me, that's producing. I'm going to like, tell Bob, you. don't need to talk the whole time. Yeah. I'm going to talk about, tell a story about Stan Musial. And listen, I'll get back to you in the fifth inning with the score update, but this is how it's going to be. Yeah. Well, that one time when Gonzalez came up in the extra inning game on the Saturday, and it's like do or die, two outs. And Costas was telling a story. They, they flash back to his two other hits, but he's yeah. at the plate. And I'm like, I don't need any more setup. Can I just watch this at bat? This is do or right. die. I don't, yeah. You don't need more drama here. 
<laughs> telling a story. They're putting the tarp on the field, Bob. They're getting ready for game three. <laughs> uh. Listen, Joe Buck, it's lost. We're we're all Jack with the beard on. We just went with Evangeline <laughs> Lily. We just got to go back. Just need Come Joe back, Buck back. Joe. Why can't yeah. he do the World Series? The fuck? I don't know. He I can't take one, he two weeks off and do the World Series? Look, I thought everybody could do anything, right? I just thought, like, you know, Strahan does Good Morning America and does Fox. He jumps from network to network. Why, why can't Joe Buck do it? You know what, Joe Buck, if you're listening, you're selfish. That's what you, that's what you were. <laughs> now, you were selfish. Now you're turning you didn't, you didn't care about us. No, you didn't care about us. No, no that, but that the one actually thing hurt. I will say the one thing I like, I like that they moved as a as a unit. I like that he and Aikman moved over as a I team. I like that. This too. is what that's what, you know, that's what Collinsworth, Michael should have done to Collinsworth. He should have brought him with him. And that's, you know, we can go over all the things you can't believe. I can't believe Al Michaels is uh excited about doing Thursday night football for the rest of the year. I just don't I know. see it. That's the yeah. thing. Al Michaels won't leave. And then Joe Buck's like, all right. She's like, I've worn yeah. out. I've, right. I can't handle this October baseball slate anymore. It's like, Come you're the on, best Joe. announcer. We can't lose you yet. It's not yeah. like you're 70. You're like 52. <laughs> right. His father went. Come on, Joe Buck. I'm going to have to have Joe Buck on the podcast. So just berate him for 20 minutes. <laughs> Joe, like Come it. on. I'm just going to yell at you. All right. I think guess the lines. What's the all record? Right. I don't know. You're winning. It's not good. Uh, yeah. uh, now, now, now you're at the point where we're not even three, two, and two. It's not that bad. Three, you won three, I won two, and we tied two. We Isn't it three, three, one, two in house no, one? Or no, three, no, you two, won the two. house one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday night, Brady and the Bucks playing the Baltimore Ravens. Man. I mean, we could, this could be another 20 total point game on Thursday night. I think this, this is going to be a great night because. We get to live vicariously through Kirk Herbstreit as he watches Brady and Lamar Jackson for the first time. I think it's going to be <laughs> really special. <laughs> Harking back to the like, This time, Brady. Well, I didn't realize he was this tall. He didn't do um, this at Michigan. <laughs> I remember when he was battling with Drew Hudson. Yeah. Um, and I remember Lamar at Louisville. Um, Bucks are home, and I have Bucks minus two against the Ravens. Yeah, you were closer. I said two and a half, and uh, Vegas throwing their arms up. This is lazy of Vegas. They made it a pick them. Oh, wow. They don't know what to expect from Brady. Very lazy. I mean, he lazy might he might just line. retire on Tuesday. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Where this is he going to go? Mean. He's oh, in the gotta, Tyson zone. Oh, like, he's there's gonna no go, Tom Brady story. He's going to go somewhere great that's going to piss everybody off if he has an early game this week, right? If he has Thursday, what's his... What's his Friday, Saturday, Sunday look like? Stay tuned. Yeah, that's going to be pretty fun. Mm. Probably leaves the country, I'm guessing, at least somewhere yeah. tropical. Sunday marquee game. Hold on to your seat, Sal. Mm -hmm. I have Seattle hosting the New York Giants. Wow. I think that's the best game of Sunday. That's not a night game or uh, anything, right? Yeah. I mean, you're saying best game on the, the day. Best slate. game on the yeah. Sunday board. The yeah. one I'm the most interested in, really better than two Green playoff Bay, teams. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how interested. I I got to be honest. I don't really love watching Green Bay this year. All right. I yeah, don't think right. they're a fun hang. You're right. Seahawks, what do you think the line is? I have favored by three and a half over the Giants. So we're going to split this. I said one and a half. It's two and a half. Um, 
again, I guess this makes a little more sense than the Jaguars being favored by three, but yeah. So they, they're saying Seattle's equivalent to Jacksonville was last week. I still yeah. don't know. This the Giants fans are going to be outraged about this. The six and one Giants are on the dog again. One of these games, Daniel Jones has to remember that is Daniel Jones and just have a bad game, right? It, it, law of averages could be this week. No, he can have a bad game. He's still running the ball well. I, I know. can't believe how well he's running. Like he's such a big part of that rush offense. You know, it's not just uh, Saquon. We haven't seen this before so consistently. He's like discount Josh Allen. Yeah, he is. But you're right. All six wins have been by one possession. So we got the, the law well, of that averages th- has to catch up to. The Seahawks are not going to beat themselves in this game. So the Giants will actually have to take <laughs> this one. That would be my, my only prediction. I Can't will say that, that uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the rookie running back, Walker, yeah. I think he's got it. He's really good. Like he is a mm. classic. If he if he can get six yards out of a three-yard run, he gets the six yards and he'll beat people. And he's always just going forward fast. That's and, exactly uh, what it was. He was hit behind the line of scrimmage and he'd make it yeah. like a four-yard gain. And we, we haven't seen uh, too much of that on uh, offenses and behind uh, you know offensive lines that don't practice and stuff like that. Yeah. He's a breath he's of fresh a, he's, air. He's a star. They nailed their draft. I I think that's probably a playoff team. Seattle. I gave, as uh, as that sounds. I gave our friend uh, Lewis bad information. He said, do I start Jonathan Taylor or Kenneth Walker? And remember, he famously sat JT last year and yeah. Taylor went nuts. I was like, oh, you got to start Taylor. <laughs> Walker went crazy. Oh, did you no. by, was it? And he played you. Did yeah, you win? he wasn't beat me this week. I'm gonna have oh, okay. like 150 points. All right, I feel bad. If if Burrow and Chase explode, I'm winning the week. That's like the best thing about having yeah. both those guys. Like if those guys I have guess. big week, you're not beating me. Mm-hmm. The London poop fecta game. The Jags and the Broncos. Man, I they, these are two. This is a borderline. Uh, it's it's definitely a loser leaves town match. Mm-hmm. I think whoever loses this, they're done. Both two and five. It's yep. also a who can shoot themselves in the foot more match. Right. And it's going to be ugly as all hell. Denver yeah. plays the worst, least entertaining football games of anyone in the league. Just excruciating to watch. Poor Gus. Our buddy Gus flew to Denver with his son Jack this weekend to uh, to uh, go see a Broncos oh, game. Oh, he did go? Uh, and he gets fucking Brett Rippin and he gets the Jets <laughs> and it's like 26 total points. Let He's Brett like, no, no, rip. Had a great time. Let Brett rip. Oh, he did it. Yeah, he said that. He's like, look yeah. at these punts. Jack, look at that last punt. It was so high. <laughs> Brett and Nathaniel, maybe not the combination we thought it was going to be. But what I love about no. this game is they hung a line on it. And they're not even waiting to see if Russell Wilson's coming back. Well, there was a time when Russell Wilson, the starter, if you didn't know Sunday night, if he was playing on uh, the following Sunday, yeah, uh, you're going to have to wait a few days. No, not much difference. We're going to put a line on it. No, yeah, he would be like the eight-point swing if, they got, if he got benched. Sure. I mean, he's got two pretty severe injuries, right? He's got a shoulder injury. He's got a partially mm-hmm. torn hamstring, they said today. So would you rather have that or a healthy Brett Rippon? Well, I don't know. I mean, they still waited till what Friday or Saturday? They still waited till Friday to make a decision. But the Javante sure. thing, people are going to blame Russ, but the Javante thing is the worst thing that happened for them. Yeah, I guess I, so. That's another one who was had a chance to be pretty special and just take him out in like week three. All right, mm-hmm. three watchables. Wait, you didn't pick a line? Oh, I didn't pick a line. 
I have Jags minus two against the Broncos. Oh, so I, I get this. I said four. It's three and a half. No, that's come on. Jags shouldn't be favored by three plus over anybody. Brett Rippon on the road, really on the road. The Jags are this year's advanced metrics team that make no sense compared to what mm-hmm. the actual result of watching them is, right? Because yeah. just like they'll get first downs, they can move the ball, they can get a couple of big plays. Everything looks okay when you look at the stats, but when you watch them, it's way off. They the turn watch, it over awful, awful Yeah, times. stupid plays. They yeah. they love to turn the ball over. They love killer turnovers on the other yep. teams, like 30. I have three yep. watchables this week. First one is Jets-Pats. Mm-hmm. Hard one, because I think if the Pats crush the Bears tomorrow, I think they'll end up being favored in this Jets game. But right now, I don't think you can have the five and two Jets as a home dog. So I'm going to say Jets by one. Where does this put it? I think I get it. I said Patriots by two. It's Patriots are, in fact, favored by one. So you get it. I get that. Yep. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think everyone's waiting for shit to even out, right? It's pretty good. This is the best Jets-Pats game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Say it. Are you thinking that, that far back? When was the last good Jets Pats game? Uh, Nineteen seventy-two, uh, <laughs> same year the Dolphins won. The Jets lost the Dolphins. Yeah. Like Rex Ryan era Jets. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. When was the last time both of them were like above five hundred heading into a Jets Pats game? You're not like afraid of them. Yeah, but you're not afraid of them without Brees Hall. Yeah, the no, point I, you made was good. Yeah, I would have been absolutely petrified of them with Brees Hall. Zach Wilson. It's funny mm-hmm. he's. He scampers around like he's, he, I'm going way back, but he looks a little Fran Tarkenton ish sometimes, mm-hmm. right? He just has, he'll turn, yeah. he'll zag the other way, and then he'll just throw it into like seven guys. Yeah, right. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge fan, but he's not horrendous. I don't, I don't like, he's not like watching Trubisky. I mean, like, they're they over it. under for wins was five and a half, and they're, they're yeah. there already. They got five. So, was that the most heavily nine? banged? Yeah. Was that one of the heavily banged overs of the yeah. summer, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Next watchable Vikes hosting the Cardinals. It's funny. Nobody likes this Cardinals team. Mm-hmm. And nobody really likes this Vikes team. They were destined to play. Even though they're yeah. not in the same division, it's like they had to meet on a football field at some point just so we can be disgusted by both of them. <laughs> I have the Vikes by three and a half. Uh, we're going to split it. I said four and a half. It's four. Put it right there in the Vegas zone for us. I loved Kyler yelling at Cliff on Thursday night. <laughs> I really, really loved it. It was so great. It, the best part was the look on... Cliff's face is the same look like that we have when our wife is really mad at us and we deserve it. Right. And yeah. you just kind of have to sit there that like glazed look on your face of like, okay, what is this going to be done soon? Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. He's the last person who has faith in Cliff Kingsbury, I think. <laughs> Kyle Amari. Yeah. He's just like, let me do my thing. Let me run around. Stu- take it, this stupid play sheet you look at. He looks at it so intently. Cliff Kingsbury and, and McDaniel for the Dolphins, he does it too. Except when McDaniel, when he looks at it, it's like someone handed him a, a, a subpoena and he's like, right. he's like just staring at it like it's the first time he saw it. He's like, what do I, I have to show up on main street at noon. What is this? So, <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, but yeah, Kingsbury is another one. These guys have their heads buried in it and it doesn't really matter with Kyler Murray. 
And it doesn't matter when Andy Dalton's throwing like two pick sixes either, which was the difference in that game. No, I mean, has two quarterbacks ever been on the same team like Winston and Dalton that are just capable of a four touchdown, five interception game in any game? Oh, yeah. In the, the, the Dolphin, Dalton had four touchdowns and three picks, two and pick two, sixes two in pick one sixes. game. Yeah, you don't see that that stat line a lot. I tweeted about this tonight. They announced, have you caught how the announcers talk about McDaniel? They clearly think he's a fucking weirdo, but they don't, they, they don't say it, but they're like, yeah, we talked to Mike. I mean, he is definitely different. He is definitely different. Really smart guy. Smart guy. Uh, really, uh, you know, he's, he's an amazing mind, but man, if he, like Tariko said today, it's like, if you had 50 coaches that you thought who could be an NFL head coach, he'd probably be 51st. I'm like, that's definitely insulting. Like, yeah. You can't say he's just out of place. Insult. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, they'll tell all their friends, oh, I saw this coming a mile away, right? When they're not on mic. It's like, right. Oh, so Ur- must, Urshel, they- Ur- Urshel Walker's a great guy. I, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but I mean, he'll, I mean he's going to be running Congress soon. But <laughs> yeah, Mike and Chris are having like a steak last night. Chris is like, I don't know about this Mike McDaniel. I just, there's a look in his eye. I think he's got bodies in the attic. I really do, Mike. But yeah, every, every Do you think they have are, speech writers that sanitize their actual takes on these guys that they don't probably. like and don't think are going to stick around? Yeah. Well, ne- they're never going to say in the broadcast, we right. met with Mike Bedani yesterday. Woo! Mm-hmm. He's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what a nerd. But anyway, they yeah, should. it's a good read between the lad stuff. Uh, no. Rams hosting the 49ers. Okay. This threw me for a loop. Curious to see what you think this is. I did Rams by one and a half. I did Rams by three. It's 49ers by two. Ooh. Come on. Well, the Rams have, I mean, the the numbers on so them are what? really rough. All right, start with the quarterbacks. Why is Jimmy G favored in SoFi? Give me a break. He's well, not we will good have right a lot of, we'll have a lot of Niners fans in that game. Yeah. <sighs> A lot of Seattle fans at that Chargers game today. Right. I don't know. The Niners didn't show me a lot today. I think they they have a lot. They have like 11 guys on IR, 11 starters. It catches up to them for sure. Did feel it. I was shocked by how much of a pushover their defense was. I guess they weren't even close on those series if they lost this. I guess that's the thing, right? Because they lost, they lost to Atlanta, they lost today. I think this it. is an unequivocal stay the fuck away from this game. Do not bet this game. Yeah. Stay away. Stay away. Stay don't away. don't even it. go to it either. Don't go. Traffic. Don't go. Yeah. Don't bet it. Mm-hmm. Fairly watchables. Atlanta's hosting the Panthers, the frisky Panthers. I have the Falcons by four and a half. Vegas on, baby. That's exactly what I said. They jumped it up to six and a half. They think the Carolina run is over with, but seems like a lot. I th- that Panthers defense is pretty good. Hmm. Like they can, as long as they other team doesn't have like a 10 point lead, they can kind of hang around. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't like this. PJ Walker, Mariota. That's it. We're going to have to go crazy about one of them. Yeah. Stay away. Dolphins are at Detroit. Poor Detroit. What a run coming off hard knocks, fun offense. Mm-hmm. Now your team I mean, that game wasn't even worth talking about. You just picked the wings up. We didn't even talk about it. Dan Campbell, 0-11-1 on the road with the Lions. But Yeah. If you look at the numbers, it was was a very even game, except for the five 
turnovers for uh, for Detroit. You know, almost every number is exact: total yards, penalties, time of possession, all of it. But that's what they do. They either turn the ball over, or they do dumb fourth down calls, or you know, any way that yeah. they can ruin the game for themselves. Goff against your defense wasn't an awesome matchup for if you're a Detroit fan, right? So I have I have Dolphins by three. Yep, we all had three. It's three, okay. and it and it is three. Saints are home for the Raiders. Saints are two and five somehow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I was looking at the standings. I thought they felt a little three and four-ish to me. I think we said New Orleans, Arizona was going to be a loser leaves town, but do we want to give New Orleans one more week? I think Actually, we have a game to. out. They're a game yeah, out. Yeah, we have division. to. Yeah, we have to. Everyone in that division gets another week. Mm-hmm. I have uh, the Saints by one and a half over the Raiders. I had pick, and it's Raiders by two. I have no idea. Mm. So I get that? I get that, right? Yeah, you get that. Yeah. You might win this week. Look at this. What is this? Seven to six. I have the lead right now. So the Raiders, they played Chargers, Arizona, at Tennessee. And the at Tennessee loss seemed terrible because we thought Tennessee was terrible, but it turns out they're not mm-hmm. terrible. Denver at KC, the game they should have won. Mm-hmm. And they beat the hell out of Houston. I don't feel I don't feel as terrible about them as I did. I think if you're gonna ask me who is the team that you could be like, whoa, remember they started out one and four and now they're ten and seven and they're in the playoffs. That's that would be my pick. Right. I'm not and saying I think it's gonna right. happen. I just think they have a lot of talent. Well, but what we said is probably no one's going to be 11 and six, right? I mean, the Chiefs, yeah. you have to think, might run away with this division. And then they'll, you know, they'll compete. I think the Raiders can if they win this game with some of these other teams are going to be, like you said, nine and eight or 10 and yeah, seven. Yeah, they'll be in that nine and eight range. Yeah. Eagles. That, I mean, did you, I mean, you can you believe this Josh Jacobs? I don't think we, people are making enough of Josh Jacobs in his, his last like four games. He was games. awesome. I think his last four games, we haven't seen a contract year guy like this in a very long time, but I know he has close to like 600 yards in the last four games. Crazy. Well, speaking of crazy, the Steelers are somehow big underdogs again. They're playing Philly now. Yeah. Rough stretch for the Steelers. This is in Philly. Yeah. Philly coming off a bye. It has to be double digits. I'm going to say Eagles by 10. You get it exactly. I said 10 and a half. Good okay. pull there. Even things up. What do we that do? That feels like a three-teamer. <laughs> <laughs> we got well. There's another one coming up, but I don't know who the third team would. Well, all right, God, there's there's a couple there's a couple double digits. I'll tell you, it's Colts Washington. More. It's Not in Indy. One. Yep, that's the last fairly watchable Washington with Heineke. It's just there's a spirit to the team when when Heineke's out there. Poor Wentz. Wentz is I don't know what happens to him, but it doesn't seem Poor like Poor Joe House. I mean, you could there's Poor five good quarterbacks in the draft here and the, and the and the and the the commies are going to scratch their way to like 7 and 10 and not get any of them. Crazy. I had them I did underdog parlays with them in Seattle today and them in Pittsburgh. Nice. And I must have both. The Pittsburgh one was like 10 to 1. But yeah. uh I thought they outplayed Green Bay. I actually thought they were a better team. I didn't feel like that was like an upset. I don't feel like Green Bay was like, wow, how did we blow that? Like Washington actually should have won that game by double digits. Packers got I'm a late with, touchdown. Yeah, I, I don't know if it means they're decent, but because Heineke kind of does this every year, right? Didn't he beat he beat yeah. Tampa at home too? Uh they got a couple big plays. Close. No Bakhtiari. Yeah. The Washington pass rush, I thought, was 
as effective mm-hmm. as we all kind of had predicted, but I thought Washington was better. Poop factor right. quickly. Cowboys and the Bears. It's in Dallas. I have Cowboys. Wait, you, didn't, you didn't. You didn't say uh, Washington. We didn't pick it. You didn't. Oh, it. we didn't pick Colts. Washington. I had Colts by no. four. Colts by four is right. Damn, I should have let you just skip it. I had three. Mm. You got it exactly. I could see Washington giving them trouble with the pass rush they have. Oh, why not? Yeah. Matt Ryan's taking a lot of hits this year. Cowboys, Bears in Dallas. I have Cowboys by eight. All right, I'm going to get this one. Wait, I think. Oh, no, you get it. You shouldn't get it saying eight when it's double digits, but I said 12 and a half. It's 10. Hmm. Uh, You're pulling away now. Anyway, Cowboys are going to win that game. That's before they're by, right? So Dallas wins that. Yeah, that's uh, a how many how many points are the Bears going to score in that game? Right, they're over on though. I was trying to figure it out. We'll probably be about thirteen and a half. The Bears, Dallas, Philly. All right, we need a third team. Keep going. Well, Titans are the other poop factor game. Titans at Houston. Mm-hmm. I think three weeks ago this line maybe Houston would have been either favored or would have been a pick'em. Now I think it's Titans by three and a half. Oh man, you, you're going on some run here. I had five and it's four. Mm. Damn it. Why did I screw up? I, I feel like the cheating set, you just, you know, just the time that I just grind it out. <laughs> I, th- I activated the, like that poker lady who people thought her seat was vibrating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With that yeah. whole poker scandal. Is did that what's going that scandal? on? That was amazing. I did. So she admitted to it, right? Or did I, they? That nobody's, nobody knows. Everybody's taken, it's become like the JFK assassination. Right. I don't know if she admitted it. I haven't followed in the last week. Well, she offered him his money back. That's admitted. Yeah, that was right? suspicious. Yeah, but <laughs> who it. knows? Maybe she, maybe he was intimidating. Kyle, uh, check Simmons' chair right now. I want to see if it's vibrating. So today, Bills are home for the Packers. I can't win and, now. Yeah, go ahead. I don't see how this line is lower than eight. I think it has to be Bills at least by eight. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying Bills by eight. Yeah, I said nine and a half. It's ten and a half. Oh, Jesus. Who wow. loses that three-teamer? Bills over oh. Packers just to win. Cowboys over Bears just to win. Or what was the other one? Eagles over Steelers. $75,000. Catch up. I'll catch up on everything. That'd be great. Here's <laughs> what I want to see from Rodgers. Kyle, turn the TikTok camera on. Oh. Rodgers being irrelevant this season. He hasn't been irrelevant in a while. Like they were bad mm-hmm. a few years ago, but he's been really relevant the last couple of years. I think he's going to be irrelevant this season. How does he handle it? Yeah. Like, does he, does he try to do the celebrity thing where he tries to plant the stuff that gets people talking? Does he start dating some celebrity to get people talking about that? Change the hmm. hands, like have some crazy McAfee podcast where he just, He's right. completely off the rails talking about Tom Brady. like, Or does he just fade into irrelevance for this season because the team doesn't have it? I don't see him fading into anything. It is incredible now that you say this, and I look at the the board for MVP. He's 13th. He's 75 to 1. It's wow. week 7. He's this 75 to 1. It's not a good team. It's not a and world coach swearing, team. Though, I, I think the ayahuasca wore off, though, because he's actually swearing at the press conferences. So yeah. he cares. He definitely cares. I wouldn't say any of these guys don't care, but uh, 75 to 1. How many years in a row can somebody play before they can't dine on the same Super Bowl anymore? Hmm. 
Like, I think he won in 2010. So it's been 12 years since he won a Super Bowl. Uh, the 72 Dolphins did it, have done it for 50 <laughs> and counting. Yeah. Oh my God, they're here right now. Hold on, they're wearing gold jackets. They went eight, they went eight and zero against the AFC East in the expansion season. Let's, <laughs> let's pour some more champagne. Oh man. Poor Aaron uh, Rodgers. Monday night, Bengals at the Browns. Bengals, a little bit of a late bloomer for them, but they can block now. They couldn't block before. All of a sudden they can block. Mm-hmm. And Burrow is on a bender, running the ball a little better. They had some injuries today, though. They, they already were missing DJ Reader, and then Hendrickson got hurt during the game today. Right. So something to watch. This is a Browns. They can't go two and six. So this is the biggest game of the year for them now. Hmm. And I think the Bengals will be favored, and I would be scared to bet them. I have Bengals by one and a half. All right, I got this one exactly. It's three. I lose ten nine. Uh, so close. That was like I went into the prevent for the last couple of picks. You really did. You laid it on. You, um, I don't know what it was. That was uh, Giants Ravens. How you just took over that fourth quarter there. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm with you. I mean, what do you have? 345 yards passing in the first half. Nothing yeah. else really matters if he's going to keep that going. See, that's what everyone thinks Herbert's going to do, and he just can't do it anymore. Now they have like 47 injuries piled up. But he's um, he sits back there and he's not going to have four touchdowns, Herbert. And 300 yards, and Burrow, Burrow is. He's a capable quarterback who can throw long. It's unbelievable in this league. There is a dis- I really like Herbert, and I enjoy watching him. There's a disparity between the way he's treated in online he's, dialogue with the media, the whole thing, versus what the results have been. There's completely no overpraised. Completely. I mean, just just from look at the odds. He's sixth for MVP. Is he doing that much better a job than Aaron Rodgers right now? The thing is, calling somebody overpraised isn't even an insult. It's just the reality of the situation. Yeah, I don't want to say overrated. But it's not his fault. He's not asking right. people to yeah. praise him. Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just don't like the way they use him, and I don't really like watching the Chargers right. on offense or defense, but especially on offense. Yeah, I don't get it. They should sure. just be fr- fling the ball, man. I mean, your guy J.C. Jackson went out. And on the play he went out, it was big because he couldn't jump. Had he been able to jump, that would have been, yeah. you know, they would have been right back in the game. So that sucks, but that team's not going anywhere. You know, they got him and it seems like he's been hurt even before the season. It right. always makes you think when Belichick lets these dudes go, I would always be nervous. He knows, right? Especially the, defen- the defensive players. Yeah, and there yeah. hasn't been a lot of guys come back to haunt the Patriots. His draft mm-hmm. record has obviously been checkered over the years, but his knowledge of when to cut ties with somebody is pretty crazy. And, and coach-wise, too. There haven't been too many guys that come back and no. want them, right? But yeah, it seemed... I felt really bad for JC because everybody says he's a great guy, but he was playing hurt. And it right. always seems like the guy who's playing hurt, those are... They, and then it's like, oh, no, now he actually has an injury. But that sucks. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right, let's take one more break and then we'll do some paracorn. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by our old friend CarMax. Car shopping can be a hassle, but not with CarMax. CarMax lets you shop your way. Shop online or check out a store near you and finally find your perfect match. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee so you can see if the car works for you or return it if you need to for up to 1,500 miles. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, car buying reimagined. Parent Corner time, Sal, start us off. 
All right. So I spent uh, two hours and the and the main two hours really of Sunday, right? When those eight games are ending, like from 11 to one on the West Coast right there. And so I have the eight box from DirecTV on my iPhone and my vision is terrible. And I'm also watching my eight-year-old play <laughs> Pony League baseball. So, oh. and we're playing our, yeah, so it's great. And I'm sitting there and, and Melissa, my wife, you talk about, she hate, like I'm, I'm all hooked up. I have the earbuds in, like I'm not talking to any of the parents. But anyway, except for when my kid's up or my kid's pitching. So I'll cut to the end. But it was very emotional. We're playing our crosstown rivals. This is like a travel yeah. team. And we even we even know the parents on the other team. But somehow that makes it much more intense, the situation. So we're down three in the fourth. We score five in the fifth. So now we're up two. There's another game waiting. So this is the last inning. And my son Harrison has to come in to shut it down. Up two in the last inning. And now at the same time, the 1 p.m. Eastern games are ending. So I'm a wreck between losing money on the Bucks for the ninth week in a row yeah. to my son being in a high-pressure spot. So first batter, fly ball to right, nice catch, Kellen Wheeler, one out. Second batter, strikes out looking, great. He's on top of a two out. Third batter, he, he walks a kid, gets squeezed on three and two. Fourth uh. batter, same thing get squeezed on three and two walks. Now I'm losing it. I'm like, we couldn't get one of those. Don't you want to go home up and see the end right. of some of these games? You don't care. All right. So it's first and second. We're still up to. Yeah, by, by the ball. way, if, if the ump, like, let's make it like 25 bucks for the game. It's 89 oh. degrees. I'm calling. It's like when those no hitter calls, when it's like the ninth inning and right. the ump's calling everything a strike. I'm out of there. The last inning. I'm like, ah, it looked like a strike. I'm out. You're, let's go. You're not getting overtime. It's it's yeah. October baseball. For Get out of there. Get out of there. Right. All right. So anyway, they'll call third, three and two twice. So now it's first and second. We're up to ground ball to first, two out. Um, first baseman Cisco takes it himself. It's gonna be one of those plays where it's close. Should he take it himself? Should he should he flip it to the pitcher? So Harrison covers first. Cisco's running for the base, and then the kid's running, and it's gonna be very it's bang bang, and it's actually bang bang bang. Because all three of them like run into each other. And the kid is called safe. The umpire hesitates and calls him safe. And uh. now there's a carousel. The kids on first and second are both scoring. Um, and, uh, and so now it's a tie game. And Harrison is very upset. He's like, I could see he's like trying to keep it together. He's wiping away tears. And I'm like, oh, he's done. Uh, you might as well put um, Sister Jean out there to pitch right now because he's, he's a mess. So our coaches talk it over and send the second run back to third. So now he's got life because we're up one with two outs, bears down, two strikes, kid pops up to Clay Peterson at second, ends the game, fingers win 12 to 11, and I yell at him all all the way home for crying and uh, for the Jags blowing the game. I blame him for all, both those things. So that's it. That's my parent corner. This is a pivotal <laughs> thing you just, you just broke. Tell me, what the, did I do? The amount of crying with little boys in baseball yeah. from age eight to age 10 or 11 is one of the most startling things of my entire parent experience. Like, really? I, I never down, thought, right? It's too much. No, everyone cries. You you can't even believe it. Like yeah. the amount of breakdowns and pitchers and, and just how sensitive right. everybody is. And it, you, re, it, you watch it from the stands. You're like, is this child abuse? Like we're having our kids play these sports where they're having you know, like emotional breakdowns. It's like, is this a good thing? Or like, I don't know. I was always startled by that when Ben played baseball, how many kids got really upset during the games? Yeah. When does it end? Yeah, what age like, is it? Like 12? Well, but you want them to suffer, not suffer, but you want them to go through some like kind of like 
right? There's got to be some conflict in their they, lives, that's right? All yeah, you don't want but them- when it's when your kid is like crying or close to tears, there's nothing worse when you're like the baseball parent. You're like, oh, I no, know. Well, please don't, don't cry. No, come on, hold I it, know. get right, it together. Exactly. It is like an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I'd rather them have like a sprained ankle or something, right? <laughs> it's I, I'm a terrible parent. I really am. I really am. And then I yell at them on the way home. I just and I think I two weeks ago I came on. I'm like, oh, parents need to calm down. I'm not making it, Simmons. I have this kid's eight. I have 10 more years with him playing. You know, he'll play something through high school, I'm guessing. Uh, I probably I might not make it that long anyway myself, but I'm not going to. You're going to read about me on TMZ, like Kimmel's cousin, uh, Assault's fan. Like, you're definitely going to see that in the next 10 years. I was very scared for you with this baseball thing. I've been on the record over and over again oh, with this. It's, baseball it's the worst parents. It's the most sitting yep. around. It's the most ways to get agitated by other people. And, uh, yeah, I was concerned. Well, and, and also we think we know it all, right? Because we've seen uh, 700,000 baseball games in our lives. So. How much did you spend <sighs> on the chair? Because you really got to get a good chair for the baseball. I didn't get it. No, I walk around too much. I, I Oh, you do much, the so. nervous pacing bother. thing. Yeah. That's always good yeah, for well, the kids. Between, yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> right. Harrison's dad doing circles <laughs> in right field. <laughs> I try to stay out of his, his side of, you know, his, you know, his eye line, but. Doesn't usually work. Um, so my daughter had to write. Um, you know, she's got to finish her application for, for college, and she had yeah. to write the essay, and she overthought it. So she wrote like four different essays, and it's just been going on. She only she she already knows she's going to the school. She just has to finish the mm-hmm. application, and she did like four different versions and four different angles and she's driving herself crazy with it. She's like, just fucking pick one. So one of the ones she wrote was about, about, apparently I didn't read it, but it was about uh, me and her and soccer. And she tried and then she's like, no, no, I'm going to, and she ended up doing something different. But I, I was like, I don't think I want to read this. She's like, no, 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 it's great. It's all about how, you know, 12 years of soccer and all the trips and stuff. And, all the times you got mad at me. And I'm like, wait, what? How many times did I get mad at you? And she's like, <laughs> this well, that time and coming back from Palm Springs when you didn't talk to me for two hours. And then that time in Bakersfield when I kind of mailed in the scrimmage and you were really mad and you said you're never going to go again. And she listed like four things for the last 12 years. And I'm like, I'm the worst. I felt like a terrible dad, but I'm not a terrible dad. But she, I don't know, out of like 400 trips, she picked the, she, specifically remembered the four times and where we were leaving from and why I was bad about her. And she was like, ultimately I decided that wouldn't work as an essay, but she apparently wrote it. Now I'm afraid to read it. Do you think she just listened back or someone's like, Oh, just listen to a few parent corners. If you need to like, right? like cause <laughs> I, I do remember, I remember you telling some of these stories about you, yeah. um, you know, giving her the cold shoulder. <laughs> the Bakersfield one made me really mad. Cause I was like two hours away and it yeah, was like right. during COVID and, Nobody was wearing a mask, so she was thrown mm-hmm. off, and she was, and I was like, "We just drove two hours. You're not even like running yeah. hard." Well, um, maybe you so should write justified. a rebuttal, uh, rebuttal essay and send it off to her college. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'll Good. do that after. Good. Smart. Back into um, writing. <laughs> the only thing I had, I had a parent corner about my mom, really quick. Yeah. So this is like, you have the Jewish mom, so it's like a different kind of guilt, mm-hmm. but the Italians. And the Jewish moms, I think very similar. I think they swim in the same pool with a lot of the stuff, like with the grudges. No, I have an Italian father, so yeah. So right, get you get it. Yeah. yeah, you get it. There's that weird thing about the guilt trip 
so maybe your dad does this because he's Italian, but mm-hmm. the Italians, they just feel like they have to be together at all times. They're like a puppy litter. Yeah. And then if you don't go for a couple weeks, God forbid that's not the first thing mentioned when you see whoever. <laughs> like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. It's like Look a date immediately. Yeah. yeah. So like we, Ben and I went to see my mom the other day and it was the same thing. It was like, oh, what a surprise. I never expected you to come. You know, it's like... And that instantly you're on defense. And mm-hmm. then at the end, it's like, you gotta, you should come by more often. And then they tell you how great it was, but mm-hmm. you, the whole time you kind of feel like, like you're just a bad son. Yeah. That's what it is. So, so are we going to do this? Cause we have Italian that, that, blood. That's that, the next thing. That's, that's exactly it? the next thing. I was, So I have a list of things. I don't have it here, but I wrote down a list of like, you should write down, oh, what a surprise. Like I say to my wife, I'm like, Melissa, this is what we have to do to avoid being annoying to our kids. You know how we roll yeah. our eyes at our parents and they rolled their eyes at theirs. Like we, you have to learn from it. Otherwise you're remembered the same way. So I have a list of all these things and I really can concentrate. Yeah, phrases and just things and just situational things that I like to stay away from. And guilt trips is guilt trips is 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 eighty percent of it for sure. But yeah, I, I would I think that's a good exercise, and at least it's right there in front of you, so you know what bothered you, and then you can look at it ten, fifteen years from now, or minutes, whatever. Or when they drop the oh, I hadn't heard from you. Yeah, right, right. Which so what the- do I owe this surprise? <laughs> We're definitely going to do this. I know our kids are going to be in college next year and I'm going to be furious if I don't hear from my daughter every day. At least I'm back. Yeah. A text. Tell me what's going on. Hey, you know, right. two days pass. I'm going to be like, oh, look who's calling or, oh, who, what? You must need money. Like there's all these right. little things you can do. You I just don't want to end up doing yeah. any of this stuff. I anyway, know. Know. I'm sorry write I was mean down. about, I'm sorry I was mean coming back from Bakersfield. I felt bad. <laughs> you got to write an essay. You got to write the essay. <laughs> Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax with 24-hour test drives and 30-day money-back guarantees. CarMax's Love Your Car Guarantee is their way of helping you buy a car that truly fits you. Take the time you need to decide if a car is the right fit or return the car for any reason for a refund up to 1,500 miles. Restrictions apply. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax. Car buying. Reimagined. All right, that's it. How are you doing on NBA bets? Good? Bad, mediocre. I uh, listen. I'm happy with the. I put a bunch of futures in. I'm happy with Zion at 18 to one to win most improved. I did it last year, and I was like, you know what? I got to do it again this year. It was such a mess. He was too fat to play. If he wins, I'm going to be so mad. What do you think of that? I'm so happy with that bet right now. So I mean, not only is he most improved, he's he's like the most. Oh my god, is that the word? The most. Oh my god. He yeah, looks yeah, fantastic. Yeah. He looks exactly like he looked two years ago. It's incredible. I love Great it. job. I love it. I have a shot. I have a shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll talk NBA. We'll talk NFL, Major League Baseball, and against the odds, extra points, minus three, Megan Fun of Sports, Lemon Pepper Parley, Waiver Wired, Covered in Glory. Lots of sports, lots of sports. Gambling talk. Check it out on Extra Points Podcast Network or on Spotify. You have an account, right? I do have a Spotify account. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Who's who's favorite in the World Series? Like, is it like Astros minus 170? What is it? Minus 180. Minus one eight. I'm sticking okay. with them. I liked them this time last year against the Braves. And then just, I don't know, the National League pitching just uh, kind of mows you down. But um, I, I think they win. I think they win in six. Well, you know who's not going to care? Joe Buck, who who left us behind, oh, who ditched us. Poor Joe. Joe Buck just went to his 17 Monday nights, didn't care about us. Didn't care about you being know the what I like? baseball anymore. 
You know what I liked about Joe with the when someone would foul back a pitch, he'd be like, "Strike one." I'm like, "Ah, oh, nobody else does that." <laughs> you know, the guy today uh, who ever called the Bryce Harper homer, I mm. thought that was a great call. I, who was it? Was it Joe Davis? Uh, was it Joe Davis? I don't know, but he had yeah. the bread. It's gone. The swing of his life. Yeah, it was a good. I call. thought that was good because um, it really was a nice swing. Joe Davis. It was Joe. Davis. Yeah, yep. that was a very exactly. good call. Good job, yeah. Joe Davis. Maybe you can fill Joe Buck's right. shoes. He could be the new There's Joe. Some, yeah. yeah. All right. So good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton for producing as always. Thanks to Steve Cerruti and Dylan Berkey as well. Thanks to Cousin Sal. I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. Don't forget about uh, Rewatchables Monday Night. Me and Van Lathan, 90s action movie. Those are your hits. See you then.